So financial stability is always, always a concern for us in the media sector. And luckily here at the conference we have Eric Eisen, who is the marketing manager for SOCAS based in Canada. And he's going to give us five different strategies that they have used around taking digital media and selling it to different advertisers. So um, let's give a warm welcome to Eric. Thank you. All right, well, thank you very much, everybody. It's great to be here. I've been here in Johannesburg uh, for three days now, and it has been a phenomenal experience. Uh, I can tell you I have decided and made the determination that radio won't fall because of you, which is great news. So good job, everybody. You deserve a great round of applause uh, for being here for three days and making sure that radio will continue strong and true uh, forevermore. Um, my name is Eric, as I was very politely introduced. I'm from Toronto, Canada. I work for a company called SoCast. SoCast has a uh, digital software that is built specifically for radio groups to help them manage their web, social, and mobile all on one integrated platform. It is uh, an exceptional product uh, that is really changing the workflow, creating a lot of efficiencies and helping radio stations engage with their audience. And most importantly, what we're here to talk about today is generate dollars. So uh, first thing I wanna do is just make sure that if, if you wanna move up now and come closer, Canadians are very polite and don't bite, so please feel free to move forward if you'd like, so I don't feel so lonely up here. Or don't, that's okay. I won't take it personally. But it's great to have you all here. So what my goal is here for today is uh, to give you five ideas that will help you drive revenue and audience experience. And specifically, I actually want each one of you to maybe, my goal is for you to each take away one nugget, one piece that you can go back to your radio stations or back to your teams to and help execute at your station and go out and sell, whether it be your sales team or your on-air teams. This is something I want you to be able to go back and, uh, and use practically. So, uh, where's Jan? Oh, there we go. Little refresh on the click. Stand by. Dead air is not as scary to me as it is for you people on the radio, that's for sure. I, I don't mind it. I'm actually comfortable with silence, so I hope you're all okay too. If I had a joke, I would tell you, but I don't know any clean ones, so. Oh, wait. Sorry? <laughs> Dirty jokes work too. We'll, we'll chat after on private. Um, so my agenda for today, first I just want to go over some, uh, some insights and some strategy. Uh, secondly, I want to talk about building your revenue toolkit and thinking outside of the box ad. Uh, and then I'm going to share five ideas that you can take back. Hopefully maybe one of them resonates with you or spawns a new idea in your own mind. And then we'll just chat, chat uh, very quickly on how to prepare your team to be ready to sell maybe one or all five of these ideas. So insights and strategy. Some things to consider. This is for sure redundant to all of you. So by no means do I mean to pander to you, but I think it's important that we all just refresh our memory, refresh our minds as why radio is in such a unique position. 
to offer multi-channel engagement and advertising opportunities. It used to just traditionally be that you could sell a 30-second spot with some on-air mentions. But that, and that adds value for sure. Radio is you know, still a foundation of people's media experience. More people listen to radio than any other medium. But now we have the on-air component. We now have added a web component. We have now added a mobile component. And we've added a social component. And radio stations need to leverage all of these assets to maximize the ad revenue for their advertising partners and their own ad revenue. Um, they need to leverage local personalities and community connections. Apple, Android, Google, Spotify, and the other pure plays, they've all recently pivoted. Three years ago when I went to conferences, radio was running scared of all of these digital, non-traditional competitors. But this year, when I went to all of these conferences across the world, what I've learned is Spotify, Pandora, and all of those are now actually backtracking a little bit and coming back to be trying to be more like radio stations because they realized that what is all people are always going to come back to is what they know and what they want. And what they want is they want contextual content, meaning they want their local weather, local news, local sports, local talk. They want to know, uh, they want a connection with a local personality who lives and breathes the same era that they do. And that is radio's greatest value proposition, something it will never lose. And now you're finding Spotify trying to put in new segments for local areas as much as possible and syndicate news content. Apple is doing the same thing. All of these pure plays are sort of changing their strategy to sort of come halfway back to meet, to sort of be a radio station more than just a pure play station. And make digital feel familiar by playing to your strengths. Your strengths are that you know your audience better than any of those pure plays. You know your advertising partners better. Now let's cater to them not just on air. Let's extend that out into the digital realm as well. By the way, one thing I did want to say, and I really appreciate that everybody takes notes because it makes me feel important, but I did want to say I'm going to be more than happy to send out this presentation to anybody who requests it at the end. So please do take notes and take pictures, but you can also have it on your own desktop. So my number one strategy is do not give away the goods. Advertisers are no longer spending in online and offline solos. Radio must stop thinking about digital versus traditional but rather treat them as an integrated unit and start offering them as such to your advertising partners. It's not, yeah, you can buy a 30-second spot and get some on-air mentions and a little bit of sponsorship. It's more about sponsorship and really expanding that revenue toolkit above and beyond and coordinating that and understanding that that has a value because you can actually tangibly see how many impressions it's driving. You can actually see how many click-throughs it's driving back to people's websites. And potentially, if executed properly, you can actually see how many people it's driving back to the cash register to the point of purchase. So making the journey. First thing you need to do is build your revenue toolkit and understand what sort of inventory you have beyond a traditional banner ad, beyond a traditional 30-second spot. You need to create engaging promotions. And when I say promotions, I don't mean necessarily contest. I mean something to go out and sell to your ad partners. And then third, you need to make sure that your sales team is prepared to sell this and understand how to upsell this, how to go in, has the tools to go in and sell this. It's added to a rate card. It has a value and it actually has a solution 
for that advertising partner above and beyond uh, what a 30-second spot may offer. So let's talk about building your revenue toolkit. So digital revenue, tool tr digital revenue trends, thinking outside the box ad. Again, more people are looking over banner and box ads. They are still a foundation of your digital, but they are not the cornerstone anymore. There are other ways to go about generating revenue. Push to high yield, yield ad units instead of traditional banners. Doing things like video, mobile, social, premium ad units like audio pre-roll, video pre-roll, et cetera, are the ways you should be thinking. Having interactive ads where maybe you have uh, one of your on-air personalities go into a car dealership, let's say, and take a video of themselves buying a car and posting that online as sort of a testimonial. Doing creative things that are different than just having Joe's Chevrolet as a box ad on your, uh, is there a Joe Chevrolet in Johannesburg? No, I didn't think so. But anyways, having Joe Chevrolet as a box ad on your, on your website. Uh, digital spending by local advertisers. They understand that there is, that they are willing to try it, more than willing to try it. They actually want to invest on it. And that is, um, at least for sure in North America and Europe, that spend is increasing significantly over the time. In fact, by 2017, uh, digital spend will surpass spend on TV as, uh, as, uh, as part of the share of advertising revenue. And native advertising will continue to grow. And native advertising generates about six times more impressions uh, than just a traditional box or banner ad. What is native advertising? For those of you who don't know, native advertising is allowing your ad partners to have space on your website or on your digital properties in which they can put uh, testimonials, they can write a blog, they can, you know, maybe you have a space for your advertising partners where they can write a blog about what their services do and what the value is. They can do a weekly thought leadership piece if they're willing to pay for that, if it's that type of business. But that's native advertising. So it's not just so much a traditional visual ad, it's more an editorial piece, if you will. So you have to think about beyond the box ad. Your revenue toolkit should include premium position, high impact ads like page takeovers. Does your website and content management system allow you to have the entire site taken over by an advertiser for a specified time period, be it a week, a month, and have it as the background for the entire site? Or have a mini site on your website, a page, a site within your site dedicated to that advertising partner? Local logos. You should be able to service both mom and pop sort of shops, very local uh, people who really don't have the means to spend money on a, a high uh, engagement, uh, very detailed creative graphic. They literally can scan their logo in and send it to you and that's their advertisement. You need to be able to place that on your website. Doing profiles, as I was saying, that's a native advertisement instead of just having an image or a piece of creative on your website, ensure that your advertising partners are able to write up a profile, have a local advertiser section, promoted content, doing an advice column from a local advertiser on what's the best way to buy a car, what are the five things you should know, thought leadership pieces, similar to sort of what I'm doing today, but on your website. Video pre-roll, obviously a high a CPM ad if you're a CPM ad if you're in a you know a rated market, um, but they generate a lot of engagement, contests and sponsorship opportunities, and of course doing email, interacting directly with your uh, you know sending out newsletters, getting your newsletter sponsored, 
um, those type of things. If you have a mobile app, does your mobile app have push notifications in which you can also send out sponsored uh, push notifications about weather alerts, concert announcements, contesting announcements, etc. Those are the type of technologies that are really going to start driving revenue for you and your stations. So now we're going to look at five sort of practical examples, uh, recommendations that you can take back. Hopefully, maybe there's one or an element of one that you'll find um, really, really hits a nerve with you. And uh, that's my hope anyway, so please let me know. Uh, these are actual campaigns that some of SoCast's partners have ran so, uh, and have generated success, hence us picking them. So things to consider uh, when, you're, when we're going over these, they should be simple. They should be repeatable, meaning you should be able to take it as a package and then take it and resell it to another advertising partner later on. It should not necessarily be a one-off. Certainly there can be some customization to it, but ultimately you want to make the structure of the promotion that you're trying to sell repeatable. It's got to fit your target customer. So who is going to advertise with you? Who are you going to be able to approach? You want to offer new value to your customers, your advertising partners. You want to say, it's not about the 30-second spot. It's not about the box ad. I have a bigger opportunity for you that is going to drive traffic. And you can have data around that because digital enables you to have that power where you're going to be able to take the data and say, Joe Chevrolet down the street did this and they generated, they got a thousand new car leads last month. This is what it can do for you. There's tangible numbers. Um, make it run year round or extended and make it easy for your sales team. It's very important. I can't tell you how often I hear my sales team does not know how to sell digital or I have a digital sales team and I have a, uh, a traditional sales team. Well, both should be prepared to cross sell and make it easy to pair with terrestrial media buys position as packages. So you can buy the 30 second spot with three mentions a week or a day. Or you can buy the premium package, which includes that, plus all of the digital inventory I'm about to explain to you and the value of. So the first idea I have is a holiday rush. And you can really focus it around uh, any holiday. Um, the one, obviously, that comes to mind when people are spending dollars is, is Christmas. It's universal across you know, Africa, North America, and Europe. We help you do your holiday shopping, participate in our weekly draws, and have the chance to win amazing prizes. One lucky family will win a, in this case, maybe a dream holiday or a shopping spree or anything that your sponsors will help you provide as part of their, uh, their give. The, deal the details of the holiday rush, multiple advertisers would participate with a different featured business each week. Each contributes a prize to the draw. The focus advertiser would receive promotional write-up with potential for interview, potentially with an on-air personality. Site takeovers done in a consistent, creative, to streamline uh, execution. Make it easy. You don't need complicated uh, creative. Contest is promoted across all the markets. If you are in a position where you have multiple uh, markets across a nation, across a region, or if you have more than one radio station within your network, you could potentially uh, promoted across three or four or five radio stations if your group has that many. And of course, at Christmas time, it's always uh, wise to including a charity element to that as well, a donation or a toy drive or a food drive as well. The rationale, sweepstakes uh, are obviously a reliable traffic driver. They repeat uh, 
they, they generate repeat traffic to your website. They increase your database growth. If your platform or your websites have a database or a membership loyalty club or login, and of course they create impressions. It could become a franchise tentpole promotion that can be repeated each year. It's easy for audience and advertisers to understand. We just want to help you make your holiday shopping more fun and more easy and potentially less expensive because you could win a shopping spree. And of course, measurability is key because digital does enable you to have that. So click through, coupon redemptions, site visits, those type of things can all be measured. The inventory for a holiday rush, you can have local logos, site takeovers, video pre-rolls promoting the contest, on-air mentions. I mentioned the profiles of key businesses and of course coupons and vouchers that are branded properly. So there's a lot of inventory that you could actually add above and beyond the box ad here. An example would be a drugstore doing a pre-holiday super sale in you know the end of November sort of to make people's shopping lives easier and you add these sort of images to your website with a write-up of a contest etc. The next one is shop local. So as members of your community, proudly support the people and businesses who drive your local economy. Um, there's a lot of, in, in North America, North America is rife with box stores, Home Depots, things of that nature. Um, I don't know if it's consistent in Africa, excuse me, but you know there are still a lot of mom and pop local shops who are not corporate mega you know, corporations that still are driving to stay alive and fight for their business. And there's no reason not to support them and to go out to them with an offering. So the details of Shop Local, it's native advertising with a local, uh, a local uh, twist. So you can have solution listicles. A listicle is just, you know, the top five bat barbecue backyard tips for the spring. Back to school uh, features. Five things for moms or dads to remember while their kids go back to school. Fall yard care, best ways to take care of your yard this year and five tools you need to do that, retail, etc. And you can incorporate those in blogs on your website throughout the period of the promotion and include local business profiles to those who are paying for this sponsorship. New articles from advertiser on a re weekly basis, if you can have them ghost written by a creative member of your, of your team or your sales team, or they're willing to contribute uh, some, some content to your website, that they want posted, a blog, if you will, about their business and how they can help, that's ideal. It can include video, interviews, all sorts of things. Uh, articles should be previewed on the homepage as well as in the navigation. You could sell a point of navigation in your, on your website, in your content management system. That is an exclusive navigation for that specific uh, ad partner. And Again, if it can be syndicated across a wider swath of property, meaning other websites, sister websites, other markets that you may have involvement with, that also will add value and create value and impressions for them. Shop Local is a growing movement uh, that resonates with many Americans, Canadians, Europeans, I would hope Africans. Uh, in, in Canada, 45% of consumers have made an effort to buy local in the past year, and 87% did it because they believed it was environmentally friendly. So just some good stats. The movement also aligns well with your brands because your brand's strength is that it's hyper-local. Everybody loves you because you're the local voice. And it combats shop, uh, showroom shopping trends. So people just walking into showrooms and shopping. People can actually shop online ahead of time. 
So the advert, the inventory that you would have here, again, native advertising, page takeovers, video pre-rolls, site navigation we mentioned, adding in, you know, for a period of time, Joe's Chevrolet as part of the navigation, potential for events or sponsorships off-site and in the store where you can do live, to re live remotes, on-air mentions and testimonials, again, going back to the traditional, still fits in, Profiles of the businesses by on-air talent, maybe having the on-air talent, your on-air talent doing a testimonial for that. These are things people will pay for above and beyond just the mentions. And of course, there's social media posting as well. Doing some native social media posting on you, uh, from your radio station as a testimonial to their business. So for example, showcase photo and video. This is a little write-up. You can see that they've incorporated you know, a sound bite and a little bit of a, an interview with the, with the local news. They can add video in, etc. User-generated content contests. So execute a local talent search contest where your audience participates in an American Idol or the Voice style competition. Is everybody familiar with those? So American Idol, the Voice, an X-Factor-like competition to win great prizes. This was one of the most successful contests we've had a partner run. So think talent contest on steroids. It's a music talent search, for example, where you have your listeners become contestants, ending in a live event hosted at a participating sponsor venue. Multi-week integrated campaign. Sponsors will benefit from exclusive content gated to your digital properties. And what I mean by that is you can have the people, you can have videos and photos submitted by your by your audience, them sit, taking a video of themselves, singing their favorite song, submitting it, posting it on social, posting it on your website, driving traffic back to your website from social. But this is really gated just to your digital properties. It's something that they won't be able to hear on air. But there can be an on-air component as well. As you narrow down your list, you could have your top three or five contestants come in and be heard live on the radio. Your people, your people will love that. Your audience will love that and the listeners will love that. And then that breeds social and interactive opportunities for sponsors to get in there and maybe give away prizing and to get their names mentioned even more. There's a great video and audio uh, component to this that you can use for content on your website at each stage of the competition. So as people go through different stages, you take your top 50 down to 10, down to five, down to two however you do it, you can have content from each stage of the competition, exactly like American Idol or X Factor does it on a weekly basis. Why do people come back to those shows week over week? Because they want to see who's going to be eliminated and who's going to stay. You could even have your audience vote. So there's a bunch of audience engagement um, elements as well. And you can invite the contestants into the studio, as we mentioned. And again, this can be syndicated across web and social very effectively. Content galore, easy content generation, lets your audience do the work for you. It encourages strong membership uh, and loyalty club growth uh, with voting for contestants because generally a content management system will require them to log in as a member if they are, um, you know, to, to, to actually vote. Uh, you engage with listeners at multiple contest stages. We've already discussed that. The potential to generate viral content. I can tell you that some listeners in one Vancouver station, one of their uh, one of their videos out of a small town in British Columbia, Canada, it generated like 10, 12,000 views just of one of their videos of them singing. So it has the element of having viral content. You have the benefit of the influencer effect. 
If you don't think that these contestants are going to go home and tell every single person they know in town, and their friends are going to tell their friends, and there's six degrees of separation, and all of a sudden there's thousands of people who want to hear the person who's friend of a friend of a friend that they know that's going to be singing on your radio station next week or at a contest or at a, an event, that is going to breed new listenership for sure. And it creates goodwill for your community and brand. From the inventory perspective, site navigation, presenting sponsorship opportunities, if there's one local business that wants to be the presenting sponsor, event sponsorship and activation activity, because you're going to have a final live event where you can have that sort of big event to draw everybody. There was somebody here yesterday speaking, uh, I believe from OFM on the importance of events, could be wrong, but uh, on-air mentions, of course, social media, we've already discussed, of course, on-air spots and local logos. Execution, this was for the River's Voice, mocked up by uh, After the Voice. They had you know, a great contest. You can see that you know, a Nissan dealership, a local casino supported it, a trendsetters, and a, another home shop. Uh, they had videos posted in social. Uh, it got large, large engagement with lots of shares and comments. And of course, um, you know, just lots of opportunity. And of course, just a box ad for Trevor, Tre uh, Treasure Cove Casino, for example. So a lot of opportunities. This was a, an amazing, they grew their membership database by like 2000% over a month. Loyalty clubs. So we're all familiar with loyalty clubs. For example, a good one would be a celebration of mom with great, great deals, contest and content. Advertisers can sponsor promotions and provide mom friendly content. It's a great way to target a specific audience. One of our partners didn't realize after analyzing their database, they said, we have a much larger portion of young women between 24 and 36 who potentially are moms and through questions on, our, on, our, on contest forms have indicated that they are mothers and they actually built a whole sub website called Mommylicious just for moms in which advertisers could then go out and sponsor and provide, you know, kit babies are us and local maternity stores and things of that nature could actually sponsor this subpage targeted very much to a specific demographic. Um, it generated themed online sections within their website, uh, blogs and articles submitted by moms and parents and local experts and local businesses on healthcare, on childcare, on schooling, on back to school, etc. It's a great way to drive member acquisition because it's great gated content for a specific demographic. The rationale, ad buyers are looking to own more of their data, so you're actually pulling in a lot more. Gather buying intelligence on a specific listener segment. You can get email addresses, which are a great way to market as well. Develop specific on-air and online destination for a target audience. They now do a one-hour Mommylicious show every week on-air and online. Premium dollars with more targeted groups. Of course, there's podcasting extension for the on-air content as well. So you can really see that there is a variety of opportunity. The um, inventory uh, would be native advertising, again, video pre-roll, all of the things we sort of talked about. The microsites is a new one. Microsites being a website within your website, sort of a sub page that really has its own navigation specifically for that mommylicious target. And this is sort of what it looked like in terms of treatment. So they have their own mommylicious corner with mom's corner, audience submitted content, they do contests just for this community where they're getting moms to submit photos. It's a very targeted experience. 
Last idea, station participation challenge. This one also generated a tremendous amount of engagement. So the concept is host a fitness challenge pitting different station and personalities against each other in an extended competition and invite audience to follow along to see which station can live healthier and achieve a greater transformation. In this case, it was weight loss. So they took their local morning people, they did weigh-ins every week, they had to eat healthy, they blogged about what they were eating, they sent in recipes, they had local supermarkets uh, come in and, and sort of do uh, local restaurants, talk about how to eat healthy, local healthcare practitioners, uh, all of that sort of contributed to this. And it was, a, it was a really well, the treatment on this was excellent. The announcers competed in a multi-week challenge and are scored based on weight loss and health transformation. The scores were posted on the website on an ongoing basis. Listeners submitted pictures of inspiration to win prizes throughout, and they could win a 13-week uh, challenge uh, for, for a local gym and health practitioner. Syndicated content across uh, all sites. So this station had five sites within the area, or sorry, three sites within the area. All three radio stations participated. So the sponsors got a tremendous amount of visibility regardless of the format of the radio station. So it was really cross format. Complimentary on-air and online content around the theme, weekly nutritional segments, on-air fitness advice and interviews with sponsors and participants. And of course, participant blogs and social posts. How are they doing? How does it feel to be starving for three days? How much are their muscles aching? They're posting this consistently in an ongoing basis. And people are very interested in that and sort of because it's something, you know, a lot of people have their own positive or negative experiences with. So the rationale, a targeted ad campaign for specific partners with strong tie-in, gym, nutritional services, personal trainers. It creates weekly appointment listening for like the weigh-ins for the, the, the on-air segments about health and nutritional focused around that. It's got legs, it's got a long shelf life. It can run over anywhere from four to 20 weeks. It creates a large volume of user and participant generated content from both your audience and your on-air talent huge social media content opportunities, and it creates a strong affinity and passion between your listeners and your talent. All of the native, we've gone over a lot of the inventory, which is similar that you would have on this. And what this uh, group did is you can see, they had four, sorry, it was four different stations in their network. Uh, they each scored points. This was reported on. There was a blog submitted by each of them each week, new tips. It was really focused around the new year, which is obviously a great time because people are always, you know, putting forward resolutions and are always interested. So this was a great, and they're going to do this every year because it generated a huge amount of dollars and a huge amount of engagement. So lastly, uh, just because I'm almost out of time here, it's very important you have your media kit. You, those are the five ideas. Uh, it is important you have your media kit, that you update your testimonials, you understand the value of what this brought, so you're able to go out and replicate this, take it back to another, uh, another potential ad partner in the same industry, call it the car, the audio industry, which are very common on radio. Go back to them and say, this is what I did for Joe Chevrolet. I can do a similar thing for you. And develop collateral specific to the promotion and offerings included as inventory and pricing. Stop giving away your digital ad inventory. It does have value potential audience and business impact for advertisers, and the key program details. Planning and training, make sure your sales team has digital targets. They have training internally, whether it's somebody internally 
or you're bringing in an external digital partner trainer to help educate your sales team, add advertising information to all of your sites. If you want to advertise with us, check here, email us here, and make sure there is follow-up on that, and ensure production of any required creative is as simple as possible for advertisers. A launch recommendation, conduct an open house event for key advertisers. Invite them to your office or a space to say, we're launching a whole new set of digital opportunities for you if you're interested and sort of do a presentation sort of like I did of the opportunities if you think that's a value and present them with the digital capabilities as an ongoing opportunity for them to grow their business. Uh, enlist personalities into the sales process. It's surprising how many personalities have a great idea for these type of campaigns because they are creative by nature and offer incentives for early adopters. For example, the first three advertisers receive X bonus or exclusivity for this round. Before I go, I just wanted to say you can learn more about SoCast at www.socastdigital.com or socastdigital.com. Um, you can e request the presentation today or any of the other presentations I've done over here over the last three days at eric at socastdigital.com. If you'd like a copy, I will be flying back to Canada today, so you will likely not get it till Monday or Tuesday, but I will definitely get it to you shortly. Uh, and we are also offering a complimentary building revenue with digital training package valued at $2,500. If you'll come up uh, and give me your business card, we'll be selecting uh, next Friday a winner, and we're giving away two training packages. Uh, one for engagement and one for more training on digital revenue. Thank you.